And once again, we say, welcome aboard. It's good to be with you at this time. Brother Munn speaking. Our program here called A Fisherman's Five-Minute Look at the book from the book of John this week. John chapter 3, a thought all the way down to verse 7. John chapter 3, verse 7. We're talking about a birth from above. How that I need a birth from above. How in the world are you? I, I trust you're doing well. It's certainly good to be with you wherever you're listening to our program from. Uh, we're here in the port of Bon Secours, Alabama. This, in fact, it's the southernmost part of the state of Alabama, and it's our blessing to be with you. The book of John, John chapter 3, if we're going to do a five-minute look at the book, we better look at the book and better do it quick because the five minutes is going by. I guess I could say one of the greatest things to know in life concerns the matter of salvation. Do I have peace? Do I have assurance of knowing that I am really saved, that my beliefs are true and heaven is my home? And I would say this, this program, uh, I would say I would like to dedicate this program to be able to be used of God, to be able to help people with this subject. You said, what are you saying, Brother Ron? I'm concerned. I care. Many people listen to this program and still there are some that say, Brother One, I don't know. I would like to know. I would like to have assurance, you know. I want to know for sure. One hundred, one hundred percent. Salvation is likened unto many things in the Bible to help us understand. How could how can I understand salvation? We're going to talk about salvation this week. It's described as being the new birth, yes. But it's a spiritual birth. How do I explain a spiritual birth? I can't even explain the physical birth as far as how life comes together there and how God gives life. So salvation is likened to being rescued from drowning. It's being like, it's sort of like unto rescuing people from the fire. Salvation is a change. So it's, we call it conversion, you know, where we talk about people who come to know Christ have been converted to Christ, you know. Uh, sometimes it's kind of like we were slaves and the devil is just auctioning us off and Jesus stepped to the scene to buy us back. That word is redeemed. But in the text here, an unusual statement made, John chapter 3, verse 7, we'll see who he's talking to tomorrow. John chapter 3, verse 7, marvel not that I say unto thee, ye must be born again. All right, let's get our verse again. Marvel not that I say unto thee, you must be born again. Now, if you notice now, in reading the text, the words of our Savior now is in what we call the imperative mood. What is that? It's the mood of a verb that expresses a command, an order. In other words, Jesus did not say you may be born again. You should, you ought, it will be profitable. It will be to your advantage. He did not recommend this new birth. He said, you must be born again. So this truth then is so important, it never could be overemphasized or preached too often. Yet I think it's one of the most neglected Bible subjects in pulpits today. This doctrine, this 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 truth that's uh, clearly seen here in John chapter three. Many people are just confused. It's confused because, uh, just to be honest, the word. Born again has degenerated. You said, what do you mean? It, it has declined in meaning. It's been corrupted. It has little to no meaning. Now, it has great meaning here in the Bible. But as far as the world today, I was looking uh, at some things as far as the old computer screen. And, you know, I found that there is, in the state of Florida, born again auto sales. 
Uh, there's born-again boats. There's born-again brass. Uh, it's where some of the older men are, have gotten together. They're doing the old uh, music, the old Benny Goodman, Artie Shaw. Oh, you have to be old to know what I'm talking about. There are born-again books. There's born-again boat rides. There's born-again business where some entrepreneurs have come together to be able to revive dead businesses. So when you say born-again, what are you talking about? You're talking about sales, boats, brass, books, boat rides, business, you know? It's just born-again. There used to be a time where if someone said, ye must be born again, I tell you, just put the fear of God in people. But today, uh, the devil has taken the word and thrown it in the street. But I believe it's just as powerful today. Oh, if people would just listen and believe. I'm saying this according to my text. Marvel not that I say unto thee, you must be born again. I need a birth from above. And we'll talk about that this week. Until tomorrow, Fisher Mund saying goodbye.